Welcome to the Ken Burns Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am your host, Ken Burns, and I appreciate you tuning in with me today. It is Thursday. Usually it's Monday when I have a show for you, but either way, thank you for tuning in right here to the Ken Burns Show, only on the BMG Network. If you have not yet gone to the bmgnetwork.com, I encourage you to do so because you'll find some other great podcasters on that uh, site. Again, that's the bmgnetwork.com. Also, you can read The Pack Perspective, a great column written by Ted Flint, the host of The Pac-Man Show. You can subscribe and comment and like those uh, columns as well right there on the bmgnetwork.com. Now, as you saw in the title and the description of this show, we are going to take a little break from all this news. We have, I think I've gone way too much into the news and the, the latest podcasts because that's what's happening right now and we need to talk about it. However, it's important that we get into uh, some other topics as well and also especially about life and honestly, quite frankly, the meaning of life. Now, most of us know that. However, I want to dive into something very specific today and that is uh, what the title of this podcast is and that's the duty of mankind. Where does that come from? And what does that mean? And let's dive into a couple of my favorite singers from the 90s, actually. One in particular uh, made it all the way to the 2000s, and he was doing fantastic even then. And, uh, of course, his life came to a halting stop. And that's exactly what I want to talk about. First, duty of mankind. What is that? And where did I get that from? It came from Solomon, actually, in Ecclesiastes. Now, I'm not going to... Well, number one, it's Ecclesiastes twelve thirteen. But before I even get to any of that, there's something very specific that many of, of us know already of what he said in Ecclesiastes. If you remember, he said, everything is wearisome beyond description. And he goes on to say, I observed everything going on under the sun and really, and what did he say? He said this, it is all meaningless, like chasing the wind. Now, what is he exactly saying right here? Is he saying that life is meaningless? That there is no meaning? No, he's not saying that at all. And that's what we're going to, and I, I encourage you to stay tuned in, that's what we're going to get to, of what is the meaning? And how can we get through this life without getting down and out? So let's start with a couple of stories here. A couple of my favorite singers. One of them, actually, is, um, now look at all these singers, which is, again, the 90s, which I, I was born in the 80s, but the 90s, some of my favorite music, and yes, it was the grunge era. And one of the great things about this era was much, much of this music, and one of the reasons why I, I tend to love this type of music so much, um, not always the spirit behind all of it, but the reality is, is that many of these people came from really difficult places, and they were looking for something to fulfill that longing within them. And they surrounded themselves with, uh, you know, with other people who are also going through some things as well. Maybe not all of them, but for the most part. And they became, essentially became, like a, if it's a, a band, they were like a brotherhood, and they made music together. And a lot of that music and the lyrics came from real events. And you can hear the pain, sometimes the agony and the emotion, when they sang their songs and said those lyrics. And the lyrics were deep, especially compared to today's uh, lyrics. 
honestly. And I don't mean to downplay the lyrics today. I'm not, but more, everything's just so pop and fast and loud and, and loud meaning uh, basically uh, things have changed dramatically in the uh, recording aspect where it's, it's not real to real. It's all digital and they pump up that music so it can be a good beat and, uh, and poppy, but with just a strong poppy beat with quite frankly, some cheesy lyrics that kind of make you feel good, but with no real depth. Again, my opinion, it's not that great of music these days. Now there's some great music still. Look at the Foo Fighters put out some great music still. And they come from that era though. That's the thing. Uh, But everything else to me is just kind of poppy and makes you feel good, which that's great. But these guys were coming out of some serious things. Many of them dealt with depression Many of them dealt with drugs, of course, and alcoholism and all these things because of you know the experiences that traumatized them, traumatic experiences. What does this all have to do with anything? Well, let's start with Lane Staley. This is one of my favorite singers. Yes, uh, he is from Alice in Chains. And the reason why I love his voice so much is because it's so unique and so different. And he has a fantastic, especially in the beginning, of course, you get older and drugs and alcohol take a toll. Their voice changes a little bit, but... His vocal range was fantastic and the little bit of grit that he had and the amazing vibrato and the inflections and just the the quality. It was as if he never really needed training. It just came natural to him. And when he sang, if you ever watched, I mean, many people that are listening to this maybe don't even like them or him or any of that kind of music and that's fine. It's essentially not something that I, I listen to because it's just like it feels good. I love the story behind all of that stuff. I always look into those things. I love listening to the reaction uh, videos of their, um, you know, a specific song or, or whatever, just to see what the emotion and the feeling of, of that was, to see where they were at and what brought them to their end. It's just very fascinating, interesting to me and sad because it does. It kind of breaks your heart a bit because you think these people have these great talents and it's not about their talent, but their people that were in need and we're going to get to this a little in a little while, but they were in need of God the whole time. But they're keeping him at arm's length. Now, I don't know them personally. Of course, that's this again, I put this in the description. It's all speculation. But again, this is, we're all human. And by the way, we're all humans made by God, whether we believe that or not. It is the truth and it's the reality. Now, I'm not going to go through the whole <laughs> um, uh, music history of Lane Staley and his time in Alice in Chains, his time with... Um, uh, Mad Season, and many other things that he he, he did as well. Um, it's it's just funny how I'm in a minute. I'm going to be talking about Chris Cornell for a moment too, because he died in 2017. But all these guys circled around each other a lot. All knew each other. All somehow, you know, some of the same bandmates. The Seattle people were all together. Ended up um, working together in some form or fashion in other bands or or whatever. It's it's interesting how it all kind of comes around and all these guys knew each other. And it's interesting, a lot of these guys come from Seattle. You, you think about Kirk Cobain, you think about, uh, uh, once again, uh, these guys were part of the Seattle grunge movement. Uh, Seattle has a has kind of a, a depressing theme around it, uh, I think. And we'll get to that in a moment. But Lane Staley struggled with drugs big time. Everybody knows that. And he got better, he got worse. And one of his statements one time when people asked him about Christianity, because I believe as, he, as, as a kid, he grew up in that. He said he tried to stay away from that as much as possible because it just didn't, you know, make sense. And it just felt like people were pushing something upon you. And, and I get that. However, remember, 
God doesn't want us to have a personal relationship with other people to get to him. We have a personal relationship with him, with our creator. And that's kind of the difference. So when we're looking to people, it can deter us because people are, are pretty difficult. And anyway, I say this to say is that he was amazing. He had everything. Fantastic voice, great band. They did very well. He was a, actually a very kind and giving person. And everybody around him said he was one of the nicest people you've ever, you'd ever meet. Yet there was something inside of him. And there's definitely different traumatic experiences in his life. I think his dad was an alcohol um, alcoholic. And I think his, one of his girlfriend, his girlfriend died at one point. And different things like this. And it just set him down a, you know, a spiral going downhill. And he ended up getting worse and worse in drugs. And he'd come out of it. You know, Kurt Cobain died. And that kind of woke him up for a little while. Kurt Cobain, of course, dying in the 90s of uh, suicide. And he was definitely into drugs in a bad way. Um, matter of fact, Lane Staley and Kurt did drugs together. Now, I say all this to say is that there was a reason they were just checking out constantly because, not, yes, it was partying, but it was also getting away from this thing called life. Why? Because to them and to many people, it seems meaningless. Even to us as Christians, it seems meaningless at times. Like, what is the point of this? Why? You ever ask that question, why, God, did you put me here? If you knew this was all going to happen... If you knew you were going to, this was all going to be this way and I was going to be essentially tortured, is that what you want to see happen? You know, and it's when we start to ask those questions in that type of way, it makes us, it makes us think and kind of get off track because then we'll, our brain gets messy. You ever try to think about living forever and being in heaven and just living forever? And when you really sit there, you, my, my son does this sometimes. He goes, dad, I can't even, I can't fathom it. Like, oh my, like forever? Because here we know that there's an end. But essentially, there's not in the long run, and it can boggle your natural mind. So it's important that we try to veer from that so that we don't freak ourselves out because our natural mind can't handle it. It can't. However, we can focus on certain things, and we're going to get to that in just a moment. Um, So anyway, Lane died April 5th, 2002, and by the way, it was two weeks until they discovered that he was dead in in his home. Um that's kind of how checked out he was. He was kind of by himself doing drugs. That's how he died. And, you know, playing video games, doing whatever to kind of, that's where he, how he wanted to end. I believe he said that to one of his bandmates at one time. He said, this I'm not going to quit. This is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to die. Again, somebody that had everything, everything, but yet was empty. And let's go on to Chris Cornell. Now, Chris Cornell, to me, was, it was a huge surprise. And to many people, of course, it was a huge surprise. Um, and not a good surprise, of course. It was right after one of his last concert that he died in a hotel of um, of hanging, he, of suicide. I, I believe his his widow uh, is now is, is trying to say that it was because of the um, opioids, I believe, or you know some of the anxiety medication that he was taking. Um, but the you know when they did the autopsy, they they ruled it a suicide. They said even though he had you know I think it was seven different types of of drugs in his system, it had nothing to do with with that. You know I don't know, but I do know this. Once again, th- this guy, again, has a, an amazing history of, and I love talking about it with people because it's so interesting. There was a band called Mother Love Bone. His buddy, they were friends. That singer died. Uh, he and those bandmates, you know, started the Temple of the Dog. From that point, I mean, you know some of the great songs that came from that if you, if you follow any of his stuff. And then, of course, there's Soundgarden. And he was with Audio Slave for a while. He did his own stuff for a while. Then, of course... He went back with Soundgarden again. 
I believe it was the last album, was King Animal, which was amazing. And the guy, even in his age, was still able to sing some songs that, because he had this amazing range, do things that were, I just, I can't fathom. And not just, he didn't just sing and it sounded like halfway decent. He sang from his guts. And, and again, just natural, amazing vocalist, fantastic songwriter. I feel like a buddy of mine and, and I were talking one time, we were, we were saying how every album that, they, that Soundgarden came out with, the name of the album, the title, could be a band name itself. It's, it's, an, it's just amazing to me. Just great quality music. And again, had everything, did all these things, was part of many of these other bands. He has a lot of stories because, again, Pearl Jam was started. I didn't mention that. Um, of course, Eddie Vedder. I, I believe, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, that it was the band from Mother Love Bone. And then, and then uh, Chris and, uh, and Eddie kind of worked together on some things there. And Eddie essentially took over and they started Pearl Jam. Um, it's, it's something like that. All these guys kind of mixed together. So anyway, I could go on and on about music. Obviously, I, I, I never mentioned this on any of the podcasts, I don't believe, but I, I what, am a musician. I haven't played in a while, but I used to play a lot. I used to pay attention to all this stuff a lot and still obviously pay attention to this stuff. But it's just, it's so fascinating to me and to, to watch these people's lives and observe. And of course, it, again, like I said earlier, it breaks your heart. Now, he died in 2017 and it was, I believe it was May 18th. Now, again, uh, just somebody who had it all, according to man, money, fame, beautiful wife and, and, and child, uh, which by the way, uh, towards the end there they, of his life, he had his daughter sing with him sometimes and she has an amazing voice. Um, which I'm not surprised about. And it was just beautiful. And so, again, it was a very big surprise to them because I don't think that he'd ever want to leave his daughter behind like that, but something was amiss within his in his mind and his heart, and he wanted out. Now, again, um, this is all speculation, but what am I essentially saying here? That when we get to a place that we feel like everything is meaningless, what is the point of this if we stay there, guess what? You're not going to want to be here. You're, you're just not going to want to be. Or you're going to just be miserable and just, you know, sit in front of the TV and do nothing, which is another form of type of, of depression. You know, like you feel like a robot. You know, you feel like uh, there's just nothing happening. And it's essentially called the all is vanity depression. And it's not suicidal or, or doom necessarily, but it just feels like you just don't have anything going and there's no point to this so you just try to waste time do you hear what i'm saying i mean maybe you can relate maybe you can't maybe you know some people that are kind of going through something like this i think we all do to a certain extent at some point in our lives again most of it is just because we get stuck in our minds and sometimes we there's some people that can't get out of it you know i won't go into it right now maybe sometime in another podcast but of course part of my salvation story was that i really was i was depressed at 17 years old and suicidal and god met me where i was at and changed everything. See, there was, there is, and, and for me there was, and still is, a way out. You don't have to stay stuck there. Now, I'm going to stop for the music stuff for a little while because obviously I can go on and on. But the reality is, and the reason why I bring these guys up, and you can check out any of their stuff if you want to. Again, mostly for observation. It's not so much about just sitting there and listening to all their music. That's not what I'm saying. Just their lives. They were something, you know, in the world sense, they were something great. And even in God's eyes, God loves them so much and he's looking for us to reach out to him 
because he's already reaching out to us. Now, in Ecclesiastes 12, 13, when I said the duty of mankind, this is what it says. Now, all has been heard, all of it. Solomon saw everything. He heard everything. There was nothing new under the sun. He said everything was meaningless, meaning in this life itself. It's not that there's no value in it. It's that we cannot put our stock into it, but into God. Because he says, here is the conclusion of the matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the duty of all mankind. So this is the point of all of this. And I hope this is a great takeaway. And I apologize if this is really too deep or depressing even. But this is the good news. And all of that's what's happening in the chaos around us in this world. The news, the, the COVIDs, and the 10,000 variants. And all the, the baloney that you hear on TV. He says, now all has been heard. Here is the conclusion of the matter. Fear God and keep his commandments. For this is the duty of all mankind. If we can put our eyes on him in the midst of all of this chaos and keep it there, keep a level head, we keep a level head by having a sound mind from God, not from this world. Obviously, you cannot have a sound mind in and of this world itself. It's just not going to happen. Your mind will be chaotic and you'll jump in. You won't just fall into it. You'll jump into depression. But fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the duty of all mankind. Sounds like an easy statement. Of course, we all know it's not. But when we look at other people's lives, you know, I don't know where their heart was at the end. I know God's grace and mercy is incredible. I don't want to say that, you know, Chris, yes, he took his life. Everybody's got different opinions. Did he go to heaven or hell? I, I don't know. And you know what? Neither do you. Lane, Staley, I have no idea. No idea. You don't know what people do in their last moments. And honestly, we all have areas in our lives that need to be, you know, changed a bit. That's the whole point. We cannot depend on ourselves, our talents, or anything in this life, or of this life, of this world. But we can absolutely depend on the one who made us. So let me leave you with this, and this might sound a little bit, I don't think it's harsh, but it's the reality if you believe in the Bible. And what God, and believe in God and what his word says. Okay, remember when Solomon says, and I mentioned this already, everything is meaningless. Okay, again, I reiterate, he did not mean that everything in the world is of zero value, okay? But what was his point? It's that all human efforts apart from God's will are meaningless. Again, Solomon was very much like these, these uh, the gentlemen that I mentioned earlier, these amazing musicians. He had it all and he tried everything. However, when he left God out of the equation, guess what? Nothing satisfied him. He was still hungry. When you or I or anyone has it all and people go, how can they be wanting more? It's because they're not truly satisfied. Because if we f- try to find our satisfaction in this world, anything of it, money, fame, fortune, drugs, alcohol, whatever it is, it is not going to satisfy. It's only going to leave us longing. And that's... That's the reality. But again, there's purpose in life. There is. And it is found in knowing God. And that is that. So anyway, if you enjoyed this podcast, uh, number one, thank you for tuning in. But if you enjoyed it, please hit that subscribe button on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. Write a review. And uh, if you want to comment, you can do so on Facebook, on the Ken Burns Show on Facebook. And of course, you can always review and rate this podcast on your favorite podcast platform. If you have not yet done that, I 
would appreciate if you did. You can also uh, write a uh, review and rate the BMG Network on the BMG Network on Facebook. If you could do that, that would be much appreciated because it helps the network out and all of the podcasters that are on it. Again, go to the bmgnetwork.com. Check out all the other great podcasters on there. They are entertaining. They are thoughtful. They are provoking, thought-provoking, and they really do bring you quality content, and I mean that. Uh, you're going to want to listen, especially if you're, if you're not up on the news and you want to be, or if you just need an encouraging message and you need some common sense, check out the other podcasters on the BMG Network. Again, thebmgnetwork.com. If you want to email me directly, it's kburns at thebmgnetwork.com. That's kburns at thebmgnetwork.com. Thank you again. God bless you. And I'll catch you back here on the next episode of The Ken Burns Show, only on the BMG Network. The Ken Burns Show was produced, edited, and recorded in the BMG Studio. Music by Kevin McLeod. For more episodes of The Ken Burns Show, go to the bmgnetwork.com or find The Ken Burns Show on Facebook. And please join us again as we bring you more dynamic content. Thank you.